Hello, and welcome to the Keys to Spiritual Fulfillment podcast, where we'll identify and explore ways we can become the best humans we can be, compassionate, wise, loving, confident, and courageous. I'm Reverend Dr. Arvid Straube, your host, and I've been helping people grow spiritually for more than 40 years. I've been a congregational leader, a trained spiritual director, and a meditation coach, and I've been a life time student of spiritual practices and traditions. Today we're going to be talking about forgiveness. Forgiveness is not for the faint-hearted. And at this particular time of the year when I'm recording this, we're about to the Jewish people are about to enter the days of awe, the high holy days starting with the, the Jewish New Year Rosh Hashanah and climaxing with Yom Kippur. During these days of awe, as they're called, there is a time of self-examination. And one of the ways that Jewish people prepare for the new year is to seek forgiveness from the people they've hurt and to make amends when they can. So today... And apropos of that, I want to share five important things about forgiveness. The first and maybe most important thing I want to share about forgiveness is that it is something that you do for you. It's something that you do for yourself. It isn't something you do for the other person, although it can benefit them. You know, forgiveness is often thought of as a righteous obligation that you do for the other person, and you kind of force yourself to do it sometimes. Forgiveness really has to do more with your own mental health, peace, and freedom. It has to do with your own healing and wholeness. Let's look at the word resentment. Resentment. It's very revealing. It comes from a Latin word which means to refeel or to feel again. So think about it. The first time somebody hurts you, it is their responsibility. They've hurt you. However, when you resent it, you're the one that is hurting yourself. It's your responsibility. In the Hebrew Talmud, it, is, it says that when someone who bears a grudge is like one who, having cut one hand while handling a knife, avenges himself by stabbing the other hand. The German philosopher Immanuel Kant expressed a similar thought when he wrote that hatred is a knife that we wield by the blade. It's something in which we hurt ourselves as well. You know, because if we can't heal the hurt, if we can't let go of the hurt, it's as if you are giving, continually giving power to the person that's harmed you. They're going off doing their thing. But the, the memory of that hurt is hurting you. Like they're renting a room rent-free in your head. 
they still have power over you. When you allow that hurt to heal, then you're free and you take the power of your mind and heart back for yourself. So forgiveness is not something you do for the other person. They may benefit. It's something you do for your own well-being. So that's the first and most important thing I'd like to say about forgiveness. The second thing I want to tell you about forgiveness is that forgiveness is not for the faint-hearted. It is a difficult challenge sometimes. You know, it depends on the nature and the severity of hurt. But sometimes it can be the most important and difficult emotional and spiritual work of a lifetime. And here's something very important. If the hurt is continuing, if the hurt is being repeated, if the hurt is present, then you can't forgive it because the hurt keeps happening. Then your task is to get away or to stop the person who is continually hurting you. That becomes the task, your self-preservation, your self-esteem, your boundaries. So forgiveness can't really start until you're away from the hurting situation. Forgiveness is not a single act of the will. It's a process. It's not like sometimes we try this. <laughs> you say, I forgive you, and that's the end. Well, take a look inside. You know, what's happening? Are, the, are you still resentful? Well, probably. <laughs> Forgiveness is a movement of the heart. It's a process of healing. And it, depending on the nature of the hurt and the severity of the hurt, it can be a long process. And it's about facing the pain of the hurt rather than burying it. So it can go through stages, and it's quite common that it goes through stages like rage and sorrow and grief and, and confusion. And those are all natural human reactions, protective reactions that we have when we've been harmed. So depending on how much these responses of rage, sorrow, and confusion affect you, it might be a good idea for you to seek help from a spiritual director or a therapist. I don't think you can will yourself to forgive. A good friend of mine, who happens to be a, a Catholic nun, while we were discussing this topic of forgiveness, she said, we can't will ourselves to forgive someone because in her language, forgiveness is an act of grace that God grants us. She said, but the most important thing is that we can decide to be willing to forgive. We cannot will forgiveness but we can decide to be willing to forgive and then allow that natural process of healing space. So that's the second thing about forgiveness. 
The third thing I want to tell you about forgiveness is that even if you allow the person you have forgiven back into your heart, you don't have to let them back in your house. If the relationship with that person is toxic or harmful, stay away from them as much as you possibly can. Forgiveness does not mean you are buddy-buddy with someone. You can forgive someone and still take steps to protect yourself from that person's abusive behavior in the future. And it might very well mean avoiding that person if you can. One of his followers asked Jesus how often we had to forgive. They asked, as many as seven times? And Jesus answered, no, not just seven, but 70 times seven. 70 times seven, we have to forgive said Jesus. You know, well, what does that mean? The New Testament translator Stephen Mitchell, in his commentary on that verse, writes, Jesus' teaching here is not hyperbole. However many times someone wrongs us, we can let go of the wrong. This doesn't mean tolerating it or acting as if nothing has happened. A wrong naturally causes a breach in the relationship and closes a door in the heart. It is not always in our power to keep that door open. But we shouldn't lock it or remove it and build a wall. If we keep it unlocked, we are giving our brother or sister a chance to restore the relationship at any time, to knock on the door and wait for us to say, come in. Maybe. But it's important, I think, to realize that forgiveness and reconciliation are two different things. Reconciliation is working on a relationship and with a person where the relationship is important enough that we want to put in the effort and the pain to feel safe enough and trusting enough to do that long and difficult work of restoring trust, which has been broken. The last thing that I want to say about forgiveness is that as human beings, we all need to forgive, but don't forget, for sure. We also need to be forgiven because we are imperfect. We are so often caught in our ignorance, in our defensiveness, in our just plain mean moments that we hurt other people. You know, it hurts, it hurts to push somebody out of your heart. And it's important to know that we're all capable of forgetfulness and selfishness and betrayal. We all are capable of that because we humans are so flawed and fallible. And if we don't forgive others and ourselves, then the burden that we carry around every day will become unbearable at some point. When we bear a grudge, we see neither ourselves nor the other person 
in our true humanity. We define the other person only by the harmful acts and ignore completely the good that is in them. So for the good of our relationships, for the good of our happiness, for the good of our communities, for the good of our families, it would be good whenever we can to write hurts in the sand and kindness in stone. This has been the Keys to Spiritual Fulfillment podcast with the Reverend Dr. Arvid Strabi. If you've enjoyed this podcast, feel free to share it and to rate it so that more people can know about the podcasts that we're doing here. Let me respectfully remind you that life and death are of ultimate concern. Time passes swiftly by and opportunity is lost. Wake up. Wake up. Do not squander your precious life.